1: Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: I want to speak to Stevie Horner. Uh, Stevie's on the line and he is creating music with a real blues rock feel uh, to it. Uh, Stevie, tell me about the band because I want to get round to what you're doing now, which is a great cause and a fabulous tribute to one of our finest sportsmen. Uh, But Stevie, just tell me about the band and what you've been working on.
1: Yeah. Um, how's it going, Frank? Um, we are a band called Blue Major. Um, we hail from right here in Northern Ireland. Um, as you said, we're a blues-based rock and roll band. Um, we have been working on and released a track um, that we wrote about local boxing hero, Carl Frampton. Um, it's doing really well. Um and all proceeds are going to the Royal College of Nursing to support the nurses on the front line during this pandemic.
0: It is a very good cause, and we'll find out in a moment how people can download this and support the nurses. As far as your musical influences are concerned, Steve, who would have been your your heroes when you were first discovering music?
1: Um, guys like um, bands like Free, um, early 70s, kind of. British rock invasion um, bands like Free, Rory Gallagher, Taste, Led Zeppelin, um, very much harks back to the the era of early 70s hard rock. You know.
0: Well, let's have a listen to this particular song, the the Jackal, referencing, of course, Carl, who we're going to be speaking to uh, very shortly. Uh, let's have a clip of what is a fine, fine tune. <laughs> Oh, there's a a real bad company feel there and that is an absolute uh, compliment you mentioned Paul Rogers and and Free uh, Stevie Uh, I was just wondering can you scream like that down the telephone or is that beyond any singer?
1: Probably (laughs) it's probably a bit too early in the morning but (laughs) After tea time I, I might be able to do it
0: <laughs> yeah, and how how much are you missing the whole scene at the moment, because for all the bands, you know the instruments are in the back of the van or whatever uh, it, it's it's so depressing at present, isn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely, um I've got stuff for musicians at the minute um there's been a lot of live gigs on the likes of Facebook, though um guys are really pulling together and they're entertaining people from their home, um which is good, some of them. I've been run by initiatives up here, like the Yard Wall, Phila, up in Derry City here. Um, and it's been great. It's keeping some musicians in work. Um, but other than that, it's it's a bleak game at the minute, you know.
0: And the song itself, a tribute to Carl, just a, you can, you know, you get a sense of the, the big nights in Belfast. You get a sense of the big nights worldwide. What, what was it about Carl that inspired you to write the song?
1: Well, I'm from originally from uh, Belfast. Uh, on the show road there, that's where Carl's from the same area in North Belfast, well he's from a wee bit on up the road there in Tigers Bay, but um, I was, I was very inspired, as a singer, songwriter, you're always looking for things to, to write about, Um, and there is none better than Carl, he's a hero from our local area, Um, he, it's instilled a lot of inspiration into me, that someone from the working class North Belfast can go so far and still remain as humble, so I thought that what we song would be would be nice to tribute to him, you
0: know. Well, it's a cracker. It is. If people want to download it with the money going to the nursing staff, how do they, how do they do that, Steve?
1: Well, they can download it on Bandcamp. If you search the band on Bandcamp, or search uh, the Jackal Carl Frampton single on Bandcamp, you'll find it, um and you can download the track. It's a two-track single. There's an A side and a B side. um It's two quid for the two songs. All the proceeds are going. We've teamed up with the Royal College of Nursing, and they're helping us promote it a wee bit as well. Um, So all the money's going to them, and that's supporting them, the nurses, on the front line here in Northern Ireland. Um, And there's previews on YouTube. And if you head on to also our social media platforms and Facebook and Twitter there as well, you'll get it.
0: Heck of a tune, Stevie. Uh, Good speaking to you. Carl is on the other line. Um, Carl, is is this like uh, one of these, I suppose, moments where you think to yourself, yeah, I've finally been recognised because they've written a song about me? You
2: know what? I think so, Frank. And there's been a few kind of, recently in recent times anyway, there's been a few kind of gimmicky songs written about boxers and uh, they've, they've been okay, <laughs> Not, nothing fantastic. But what what I'm happy about most is this, this is a proper song and it's very good. And um, I've I've spoke about this and helping trying to promote it a wee bit now with Stephen and, and trying to raise a few quid for a, a we yeah. cause. But his vocals are unreal. Yeah. I, I love his voice. I love the tone of his voice and um and the notes he can hit there are are great. So I'm just delighted first of all, that someone wanted to write a song about me, but maybe it's, secondly, that it's actually very good.
0: And whenever you're where you are at this moment in time, Carl, at home, close to your garage where you have your, your gym, how, how is time passing for you? Someone who's a globetrotter, who's a world famous sports person. How, how challenging is all of this for you?
2: Well, I, I, to be honest, I like, I like spending time at home with my family. Um, a lot of times when I go into training camps, I would go into isolation for a long period. And I'll well, say isolation, i would be I'll be living uh, with myself sometimes. Sometimes with one other boxer in Manchester, I'd be training with the boys in the gym. But it can get lonely sometimes. So I think me being isolated in training camp a lot of the time has probably helped me with this situation. But I'm enjoying actually having a bit of time at home with the kids. Um, trying to help out and do a bit of school work and stuff although my wife christine has most of that covered and um i'm just trying to make the most out of a, out of what isn't a great situation for anyone really
0: i suppose in many ways you look back on it as precious time with the children and as many working parents will
2: yeah of course and, and it's just about you know we're trying to do something with them every day and and you know lucky enough i have a wee bit of Space here around the house, and we we can play in the garden and stuff. And I try to get out and get the kids out and play a bit of football. Or um, my wee girls suddenly became very interested in basketball, but she may have the same issues with basketball as I would. We're not we're not blessed with height. Um, and I just try to play stuff with them. They slept in a tent in the London last night. Just things like that, just to try to make them happy in this real alien situation that we're that we're all in.
0: And of course, you should be at the moment going through a training process to be a three-weight world champion. That was the next step to be seen under that legendary banner of three-weight world world champion. Where is all of that now, that, that hope, Carl?
2: Well, it's, it's up in the air at, at this point in time. Um, I think that boxing has been put on hold. Um, for the foreseeable future anyway. Um, there's talk of, of fights happening behind closed doors, um, which would, it would be a real shame if my fight had to happen behind closed doors. Obviously, the atmosphere created in my fight is, is always brilliant and, and very, very noisy. One of the best atmosp- atmospheres in the world, in world boxing. And um, to have it behind closed doors would be, would be a shame, but I'm hoping that, Whenever it may happen, there, there will be a crowd. But I'm not expecting it to happen anytime soon. We we provisionally planned for it. there was a date on the 13th of June. Um, that will not happen now. Um, I I'm trying to be realistic here. If it happens before the turn of the year, I think I would be happy with that.
0: The hope would have been Windsor Park. Is is, is that still a possible a, a possibility?
2: I uh, no, I don't think so. I think that. Uh, Windsor was was what I wanted to do. Um you know, I, I loved boxing there against Luke Jackson, but I would have loved even more to have won a world title at Windsor Park. Um but obviously you know you know better than most about the weather, Frank, and you can't really go outdoors for a boxing event much later than kind of well, it's a risk any time of year in Northern Ireland, but any later than kind of the first week in September and um I think it's a risk probably not worth taking. So, Windsor, I'm guessing, is, is ruled out completely. Um, and in that case, there's been some talks of Madison Square Gardens, which would be amazing. If, if we can do it there, I um, would be seeing it'll win a world title at the Mecca of boxing, where so many great fighters have, have fought, would be amazing. But there's also talk of the Odyssey as well, um, of the SSE, should I should say. Um, At this stage, I just want to get the fight on. So I'm not really that concerned at the word where it happens. Just just hoping that it does.
0: Well, it is one of these things that will give people a real lift. It's like so many other things that we're looking forward to. But events like that, getting back to normal, having something... To celebrate you, you did mention there the boxing behind closed doors, and obviously it would be pay per view and people would be watching watching at home it would be a surreal atmosphere for yourself and your opponent. But is there a is there a, a a market for that? People sitting at home watching two guys uh, fight at the highest end of the game, but no one around the the ring. It it, it would just be bizarre, wouldn't it?
2: It would it would. I would agree. It would be bizarre. But I think there is a market for it. people want to see leg sport, and um the promoters are are talking realistically about about doing this, and, and I think they're going to be careful as to which. Uh, events they put behind closed doors. Events that may may not sell the most tickets um, ordinarily. Anyway, um, promoters, you know, let's let's get it straight. Promoters are, are businessmen, and what they'll they'll not do anything that they're going to lose money on. But I think that the, the TV companies will be putting a lot of pressure on them um, to to try and get fights and try and get sport back on the TV. Um, but it would be alien, but the promoters will only do it, I think, for certain sites that they won't miss the opportunity to for a gate revenue. I think my site, for example, would sell a lot of tickets, me against Jamel Herring. Um, a promoter is not going to want to do that behind closed doors because of the 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 revenue he would lose on the gate. So we'll see. I, I suppose we're just taking each day as it comes and, and – uh, Again, like I'd just be happy if if a fight happens at some point before the turn of the year.
0: It'd be great. It'd be great to see sport back in full flow. And I think if people play to the rules, if they follow the guidelines, if the social distancing continues, if they stay at home, we could be out of the woods on this quicker than we think. But we got to continue to get the message across. I know yourself and myself and a lot of other well faces of different sorts are on the screen at the minute in a compilation promotion that's going out during the ad breaks. Uh, Advice. Advising people, really not advising people, just asking people, just suggesting to them that they stick, they stick with it. it. It is an important message, isn't
2: it? Yeah, of course it is. I think there's obviously evidence that it's it's, uh, it's helping and it's working on a social distancing, and you can see already though that, and I've seen it myself that um, when, when lockdown first came into effect, um, people have have got a wee bit more lax with it recently, and you can see that happening. That's just my own opinion, but it's 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 fact. Like you can see it, you can see it in the street. You can see more cars on the road. So I think if people just um, realise that this social distancing actually works, um, I think that, uh, and if they if they obey by the rules, then I think then if they don't, we're going to be in this situation for a lot longer. Let's just say that.
0: That's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Carl, um, Stevie's song is available to help those nurses that are helping us all. Um, You'd no doubt uh, want us to download it and uh, it is a cracking, cracking tune. It's just a high quality, high quality uh, tune. So uh, fair play to Stevie and all the guys from Low Major for uh, coming up with it. It's a heck of a, a heck of a song. You must be very, very uh, pleased with it. Thanks a million for speaking to us, Carl, and continued success, fella. Thank you. All right, Frank. It is a good tune and it's a very long tune as well with some fabulous guitar playing and drumming within it. So get that downloaded and you're helping the Royal College of Nursing. Thanks to Stevie Horner for being so creative and thanks to Carl for speaking to us this morning here on the U105 Phone In. (laughs)